If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome, friends. It's Unlocked, episode 376, IGN's number one Xbox show. And this week, we're here in 2019. Happy New Year. We're talking about uh, a new Alien game. Uh, maybe not the one you're looking for, but it turns out there is the one you're looking for as well. So we'll talk about both of those, plus some uh, new teeny tiny little details dug up by Brandon Tyrell and Reddit uh, on Halo Infinite, plus two new games on the way from from software and we'll talk about the games we are most looking forward to as 2019 gets underway i'm ryan mccaffrey destin Legary. bam hi everybody Out of the good game. camera oh. switch look at this <laughs> in the back i appreciate it. it brandon tyrell happy new year everyone that was not even the same energy level happy new year everyone <laughs> bam miranda sanchez help. hello happy 2019 yes it is yes it is so, so far so good good uh, what'd you guys do over your break? Did you, or at least as far as video games. So I, f- I feel like talking to people around the office, it's either you just soaked yourself in video games mm-hmm. and just did all kinds of catching up or you just walked away from video games entirely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got, I downloaded smash on my switch. I yeah. brought it home and then I didn't play video. Games <laughs> <at all. laughs> it's not uh-huh. when you're traveling. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause that, yeah. I was in the same, but I was in Arizona for a lot of it and brought the switch and mm-hmm. didn't play too much. Yeah. That was just sort of how it goes. So yeah, and so, I got yeah. a lot. Of, I still, I, so I still have 2018 games to catch up on. Yeah. I played 2019 a, is underway. Played a little bit more below on my Xbox. Just kind of got through that first area i'm very bad at that game and <laughs> i'm like all right i get what it's about though the how many times have you part. died uh many okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like okay i get it <laughs> yeah i uh this the holly break was when i was finally going to start red dead redemption 2 still haven't taken it out of the cellophane what? <laughs> i haven't played it yet uh i did play a lot of below as well Yay. uh about 10 hours i'd say uh, 10 to 12 hours, and then I played some Ashen, which is also very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and Dead Cells, of course. Um, so just, like, a lot of, like, cool games you can sit down for a couple hours, pick up and play, and then put it back down. Um, I really wanted to start, like, that big Odyssey, not Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but, like, you know, that big Odyssey game where it's like, okay, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to play for eight hours straight, and I just didn't have the energy to do that. <laughs> it's tough. It's a lot to commit to with yeah. the, with those big games. Yeah, big games and other stuff going on. We went down and uh, saw some family in L.A., so that was yeah. fun. I uh, played a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, so that was fun, too. 
Um, <laughs> I watched some anime. I didn't. Miranda did though. I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice break. I was in pajama pants twelve of fourteen days, so that was Perfect. fantastic. Well yeah. played. What happened on the other two? I had to. I had to go out. Like I had to go. To, <laughs> I had to go to the store, and I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> Mm. Oh my goodness. So I had a fair bit to do over the break. So I didn't play as much as I wanted to, but I did play below. Um, I'm actually kind of going through it pretty slow because mm. I'm writing like a fictional story to go along with it. Oh, cool. Um, because like there's not a lot of narrative, like no one speaks. Um, yeah. So my idea here was to write a companion journal and like, I oh, love that perspective of the characters that I play. So, so far I've only had two people played a good bit so i feel pretty good about myself um i'm playing very carefully and then kind of like writing from like how they feel about their adventure so i love that yeah so so cool probably put that up on a blog or something eventually but um yeah so i've been doing that so that's why i've been going through blow kind of slow i haven't finished yet um then i played a bunch of dota 2 of course Mm. it's finally time to get back Mm -hmm. mmr grind here we go um new season starting getting get my rank it's gonna be good I know, it's a lot of gibberish people. Sorry. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. I can just see the faces. I know, I know. <laughs> this glaze over. Yeah, it's like, sorry. The, I'm Dota just really excited about Dota. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, what? Um, what else did I play? I played a bunch of Katamari reroll. That was fun. Onward. Well, we got a yeah. pile of games. We'll talk about some of the ones we're looking forward to the most uh, down later in the loot box section of the show. Mm-hmm. For now, uh, a couple of quick plugs. The, the two gentlemen on either side of me, uh, along with James Duggan, Went up to Edmonton, which is beautiful this time yes. of year. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> we have a story about how we walked an hour in the snow, like three feet of snow, just to what? find food at like one in the morning. <laughs> but they, they did find Anthem. We're hungry. That's why they we went. <laughs> and uh, yes. so Anthem is our IGN first game, effectively yeah. our cover story for this month that we, you know, it's all our whole editorial thing that we do here. So you guys have a couple videos up as of this recording. I guess by the time most people see this, it'll, it'll be a third Yep. Third piece up as the well. Interceptor Javelin Profile. Yeah. We, next piece of content. Coming. We opened last week with a cool uh, full mission, front to back. Uh, it's a low-level mission. sort of 15 getting, minutes. 15 minutes um, playing as the Colossus, the Storm, and the, the Interceptor. Cut it in a linear fashion so you get to see all those perspectives sort of when they're doing the most action-packed things. Yeah, so it was really good. I, I was really happy with the edit because it kind of got a good impression of what it'll be like playing with your friends. Yeah, I thought it turned out really, really well. Um, anyway, we have that mission up. It's low-level, sort of designed to get you... Uh, acclimated with the flight and the mechanics of the game and whatnot um <laughs> I, look up, really I look over and you're sad. thinking about anthem yeah. um and then we put up a profile on the storm and then uh which is sort of the mage based suit and then uh by the time you're watching this the interceptor will be up which is the yeah. power ranger of the group yeah the uh every uh, i've watched both videos and i it just i do it does make me want to play the game because it's like this is so there's the Hulkbuster Iron mm. Man suit. So you there's the, you there's specifically I, made your Colossus to look like the Hulkbuster. Yeah, I was trying to when we were there, and uh, I wasn't very good at designing yeah. uh, my javelin. But on the profile pieces, you and Duggan did an excellent job at sort of showcasing the the builds that you can mm. make with each of the javelins. And that was really exciting for a lot of people because it's sort of the first piece of depth that yeah. we saw about the storm and the interceptor and just how the gameplay is going to work, where the meat of the the grind is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and stay that, that tuned all month long. You, these guys have uh, have more of ja- uh, javelin, but more anthem <laughs> content <laughs> yes. that features javelins. Yeah rolling out all month long and uh, i just want to give a plug to start the new year for ign unfiltered my little pet project here monthly one-on-one interview series 
right before the the holidays, I posted an episode with uh, Mike Wang from he's the gameplay director on the NBA 2K series, and it was fascinating to talk to him. He got his start. He was he was just a guy who posted on sports game message boards and ended up, and that was now the gameplay director on NBA 2K. Like wow, that's so really crazy. he left to go to to go work at EA on NBA Live mm-hmm. at one point. Like he 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 went to it's like. A Red Sox going to play for yeah. the Yankees, and then he came back. Like th- really interesting stories. So uh, even if you don't care about basketball, check that out. Uh, and I'll keep hopefully get to keep doing those every month into th- through 2019. All right. So right on. Alien. Yeah. Remember the Game Awards, which was already a month ago. I don't know how that really? was a month ago already, but time flies. Wow. Okay. There was a there was a teaser that that Jeff Keeley put up that really seemed to heavily suggest through its Wayland Utani uh, <laughs> overtones that there would be a new Alien game announced at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And people had dug up there was an Alien Blackout reference, and anyway, that never happened until this week. <laughs> and then what happened, Ryan? Destin, why don't you tell me? <laughs> well, I'll let you be a bearer of weird news. Oh, it was like, a video of anywhere near. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, it wasn't quite what people expected. It ended up being a, a mobile game. So I can kind of understand why they may have yeah, I mean, fun of being at the Game Awards. Nothing against mobile games. No. But I think people want that next alien game th- uh, similar to the, the scary one. Isolation. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's kind of part of the the reaction because so i was watching the the trailer mm-hmm. uh, you know when i first clicked on it in the morning it only had a you know few thousand views red, on it because it had just gone up but it uh it was like 90 percent down votes yeah. like that that kind of thing on youtube and it just kept doing that all day even though oh. it accrued more views but i think it's it's it, yeah it's i think you're right Tessa. and it's not so much that the that it's a mobile game. It's not that in a vacuum. It's that the expectation. It's, it's the of, expectation yeah, which, that had been kind of set, whether it's whether it's Fox's fault or not, or yeah. it, that that people were like amped for a new console PC full fledged AAA alien game. Plus, it has been uh, well four years now, four years and counting since Isolation, which most people outside of <laughs> certain critics really liked. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot to be a, a triple, you know, a, a big name mobile game in, in a, you know, major IP or franchise. I think right it's, now. it's fair. You got to know your audience, right? And the audience that's watching the game awards probably don't want the big IPs yeah. on mobile games. Yeah. Right. Like it's not that we don't play mobile games or don't enjoy them. It's just when it comes yeah. down to it, so, so it's not when, what you're looking for. When you tease that at that event, yeah. it sort of sets that expectation that you have something really, really big to show. And of course, as a developer, yeah. you're probably excited to talk about the project you've been working yeah. on for two years or whatever. Um, and then when it's a mobile game, the community kind of gets in their mind that it's going to be a full AAA release, and then it's a mobile game. and It's sort of it's still viewed as a secondary tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and like I said, I'm, I'm the mass. I really don't think it's necessarily anyone's fault that it's mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's they're they find themselves in this position of of people you know downvoting the crap out of their video. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I hope it's good. It it seems like it's a Five Nights at Freddy's type deal uh, from from what little we can glean from it. Yeah, so I don't know, but uh, it does star. Amanda Ripley, who was the character in Alien Isolation, so it, so is it related? Uh, like, is, is is it a sequel? Is it, it not that I can immediately tell? But 
the description from the press release sounded kind of kind of isolationy, mm-hmm. like you're trying to avoid the alien right. the whole time. Like I don't, it doesn't seem like you're fighting it at any point because you're trying to be friends with the alien. <laughs> really, it's a I'm dating sim. That. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued. You you can lure people you don't really like to the alien uh, for dinner. <laughs> Why don't you come yeah. over for dinner? Yeah, but it's the alien version. I want where you to be you my partner. Day. You know, I think we're gonna have a great meal together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> partners in crime. That sounds so ominous. <laughs> I never should have swiped right. <laughs> so uh, I, I say all that. To say that at the bottom of the press release, as if they did kind of know that this was coming, this sure. reaction was sure. coming, was this. Uh, Fox Next Fox Next Games' studio, Cold Iron Studios, is also currently at work on a massively multiplayer online shooter set in the Alien Cinematic Universe for consoles and PC. Interesting. An MMO... Uh, MMO shooter. Not necessarily FPS. Could be third person. But I, I, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around what that might be in, mm. as an alien game. Uh, yeah. Strange? I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I like that it's not just a, you know, another, something they've already done before, and a, a massively multiplayer game, an action game set in the alien universe. Yeah, I mean, thinking back to the MMO shooters we've seen in the past, you had, like, Planetside 2, which was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I don't feel like a game that was all about scope, right? That right. was like the battlefield in space with a, uh, with a hundred players or whatever. Mag for PS3, there was right? Mag. There was Dust, uh, that tie-in um, to Eve, I think it was. Oh yeah, that did yeah. that did that come out? That came out. I think so. I mean, I remember. I remember PC game before I worked here. I remember watching a demo on IGN. It was like it was knocking on the door, ready to be released. But then I don't remember it making a splash. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, I've. I'm not sure how that would translate. Like you, like you, your question you brought up. I'm not sure how that would translate to like a massively multiplayer shooter. Maybe you form up squads and then delve into like, like different factories or warehouses or whatever. And and it's basically the plot of Aliens, right. where Bill Paxton is just yelling "Game over." <laughs> well, you could also play as the alien. They've done that a few times. Mm-hmm. You can play as either the the alien. That'd be kind of weird. Well, alien, alien versus or, Predator. Have yeah, done, alien done versus that. Predator. AVP. Mm-hmm. There was. And, uh, there, you think the, about the the Zerg in StarCraft. Like mm-hmm. I, I automatically jump to that. It's true. just a different play style of Zerg versus uh, the humans. That's no, funny. What they were called. Quick aside. You Terran. just reminded me. I believe it was there were three Alien versus Predator games. That yes. Was, they were, Not sequels. They were the, the original one, which I own. Like ninety eight, right? No, no. It goes. I'm going back for the Atari Jaguar. Okay, <laughs> and it was the it was at the time. The I'm sure it would it would not age well, but it was incredible at mm-hmm. the time because you could play as any of the three in their own campaign, and it was that game was scary. <laughs> it was yeah. really spooky. And then they that same team made the PC version. Mm-hmm. That and, was the the late. Late 90s, yes. early 2000s. I can't yeah. remember. And but then, it was really well received. Yes, it was. And then that same team, I believe, again, made it again it was like for 360 and PS3. Like 2011. And that one was just okay. I remember because I reviewed yeah. that one for OXM. Yeah, I remember it had a, a big emphasis on like multiplayer. Sh- like it was like a, an arena shooter almost. Yeah. You could play it as all three. Yeah. Anyway, I could see it working as a human. You got different weapon types that you could choose from, you know, the flamethrower. Yeah, I mean, it works. It works. There are three games that prove that it works. It's just how do you how do you translate that into an MMO? Yeah, you know, definitely like 
progression trees where you have to kill X amount of humans. You could have NPC humans for the alien faction to to eat, <laughs> to lure over to dinner and consume. <laughs> dude, if Ring you, the dinner yeah. bell. If you make a game that's an MMO and you're like, all right, you can be a dude with a gun or an alien. Like, and crawl yeah. on the ceiling. What are the demographics of that <laughs> game going to be? Like, The population is going to be heavy on the alien side. And maybe that's the point, right? Maybe you're, they're supposed to do that swarm, uh, well, swarm mentality. Well, if it's supposed to have like a shooter element to it, I wonder... How that would change things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so I, I could see it do, doing something like um, what was that Warhammer game that just came out? Where you, Warhammer Vermintide? Uh, no, it, it's like Vermintide, but it was uh, it was forty k Vermintide two. Uh, I forget neck, the name. Too many of them. About. Yeah, but yeah. it's basically like a, um, a Left for Dead esque kind of thing, where you basically find a, a, a space Hulk adrift in space, and you go on it, and there are Tyranids everywhere, all over it, and you and your squad have to like move down corridors and eventually oh. clear it all out. I could see it being like that, but in an MMO space. Yeah. Was it Space Hulk? It might have been Space Hulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So you, uh, the, now the the mobile game, if you're curious. Uh, we're certainly we are going to cover the game. We want to see what the deal with it is, and hopefully, it's going to be good. Um, it's out later this month, so it's out very soon. Wow. And then we'll probably just wait to hear. If I if I were just throwing a dart to guess, uh, I would suspect we might hear about that MMO shooter at E3. Yeah, I feel like that could show up on somebody's stage or just as a pre E3 game announcement in a game that really rolls out at E3. I'm intrigued based on the things I made up in my own imagination. So About the MMO or about the mobile about game? About the MMO. Okay. <laughs> oh, the mobile game, like, I'll just play it whenever. The aliens scare the crap out of me, so I don't... Yeah. You're out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I'm intrigued. I, I, I want to <laughs> see how they translate that to mobile. I mean, mobile has a bunch of great games on it. There are a ton of great mobile games out there. Um, so the medium is definitely capable of, you know, supporting, like, a cool experience. Yeah, I'm curious to see how a horror game translates to right. it. Right. Yeah, if it's the right thing, I mean, I mean, my, I I love. I thought Super Mario Run was great, and I adore the Go games, Hitman, Lara yeah. Croft, and yeah. and Deus Ex. I mean, like something like uh, Florence, I believe it was, was was really good, like a, like a cool tight narrative story. Um, I mean, Pokemon Go, like uh, there are a ton of RTS like the is out there, like the Kingdom series, some right MOBAs, yeah, some MOBAs, yeah, yeah. The new Command and Conquer one's actually pretty good too. Yeah, a little of that, yeah. All right, uh, Brandon Tyrell, three four three has been out just sprinkling little, yeah, little, little I noticed, salt crystals of. I uh, noticed you set me up with this in the beginning. I didn't actually write this story, <laughs> but you've been keeping your eye ha- on I- Halo Reddit and and everything going on in the in the Infinite Verse. I have, yeah. So, uh, so what's up with uh, what are, what are our, what new things have we learned lately about Halo Infinite? So three four three came out and confirmed there is going to be be uh, split screen multiplayer, <laughs> which. You know, everybody breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, fans were not happy about that, that it was omitted from Halo 5. Obviously, um, let's see. All the other new features in Halo Rainbows, including the addition of black undersuits. So I actually didn't see that. Yeah, this part yeah, is the, a little... the cool, like, the, the Under Armour, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the Mjolnir Under Armour. So, uh, yeah. So just, like, details within the design. Yeah, yes. including the addition of black undersuits, which is specifically stated as parts of the armor that are not, quote, the metal pieces. <laughs> so it's it's like that that skin-tight leotard suit that you put on under your armor. Yes. If you actually watched Fall of Reach, that's basically what they started with. They, yeah. they For many of the missions, they actually wore that when they went in to face the Covenant for the early missions and the uh, Rebels. Hmm. Well, I, actually, I actually really like the 
the inclusion of this this Under Armour. Yeah. Because uh, it's really, really neat how they're uh, um, working with it to make it customizable and things like that. Speaking yeah. of reach. Speaking of reach and customizable yeah. customization, <laughs> um, uh, it's also been confirmed Halo Infinite will uh, have player customization inspired by Halo Reach. If you guys remember. Big you, shoulder pads. You could really like put a certain piece of armor on your right shoulder and your left shoulder and your right leg or, or you know, in a different helmet. So you can make yourself look like an abomination. <laughs> 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 you can make yourself look awful or cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's like when you play an MMO and then you gain a new level and you put on all the crap gear that you've picked up that's statistically better, mm-hmm. that's what you look like. Just this grab bag of <laughs> don't, pieces. Don't do it. Um, for the fashion. Well, the way it worked in Reach, be good. you would like level up and you would yeah. have to do certain things to unlock armor pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, really like that way of unlocking stuff. Yeah. Because Easy. then you can sort of customize. Like if you just like your level three thing, and you get one cool piece that you like at level 20, like giant shoulder pads, which yeah. Halo Reach was notorious for, right. uh, then you can you can add them. I always tried to put on the biggest ones that I possibly could, just because I thought they looked ridiculous. They did. Because <laughs> Destin's a uh, fashion yeah. taster out of 1987. Yeah. Got those shoulder pads. Yeah. It continued in Destiny. <laughs> Zavala has one huge <laughs> shoulder pad that makes no sense. I was always into the helmets. Yeah. Uh, what was that guy's yeah. name? Ayabusa? No, no, no. The other one. Uh, they, there was a character was in cool. it that actually had it. It was the... Um, the Eva helmet, I think it was a big dome, but he had scratched a skull into the face of it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. I love that helmet. Oh, you mean one of the Reach characters? Yeah, but you I could was al- thinking of the Hayabusa helmet. No, but, but you, yes, yes. But you could also unlock a version of his helmet as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, now that you mention it, I remember grinding for that forever, yeah. just like specifically trying to unlock this thing because I thought it was so cool. And if you fought a Bungie employee or somebody had killed oh, a Bungie yeah. employee, you get the flame. Recon. The mm-hmm. recon, recon and armor. I has recon. And you could get the, the flaming. The blue, yeah, yeah, the blue flames. This week's podcast unlocked is brought to you by NordVPN. Hey. If you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts, NordVPN is a great way to go. You can use NordVPN, a virtual private network, to watch live sporting events, TV shows, films that aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that is showing that event. No more blackouts. It's also good for plenty of other stuff like protecting your private data, your bank details, your passwords, your online identity. You can protect your data while you're traveling and using public Wi-Fi. NordVPN protects you wherever you are in the world. NordVPN threat protection also protects you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. NordVPN is also the fastest VPN in the world. No buffering or lagging while you're streaming, and it will stop your ISP bandwidth throttling. NordVPN is the price of a cup of coffee a month, so that is a super affordable, great way to go. To get the best discount off of your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash Unlocked without the E. That's N O R D V P N dot com slash U N L O C K D, and that'll give you four extra months on the two year plan. And best of all, there's no risk with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash unlocked without the E. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, regarding the PC version of it, uh, PC players will also get new features. Infinite Slip Space Engine was created specifically with them in mind, and 343 said that PC will be treated, quote, as a first-class citizen this time around, which is awesome. I mean... Weird that they have to say that. Well, no, it's it's yeah. not necessarily because Halo is always considered an Xbox uh, an Xbox series, a franchise. Um, you know, Phil Spencer came out at at the uh, at E three saying that they're going to put an emphasis on PC, and even I think it was reiterated at XO eighteen. Well, for for me, seeing what they did with Forza, sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but no, seeing no. what they did with Forza, I'm just like, yeah, they clearly know what the PC market is looking for with the higher frame rate or the graphic capabilities while locked at 60 and, and allowing you to customize how your your rig handles the processing of, of a game. They did an excellent job with the, yeah. the latest Forza. Yeah, I totally agree. And it, it comes up a lot because there's that sort of uh, that sort of thought pattern of like, well, it's all about exclusives, right? You, you got to have exclusives. And Microsoft, Xbox doesn't have any exclusives because I can play everything on PC. I can play Sea of Thieves and Forza and Gears on PC. Um, that's sort of an antiquated way of thinking about things now that Microsoft is a two-platform publisher, mm-hmm. developer, right? Mm-hmm. They develop for the Xbox and they develop for the PC. So I've been trying to think like of new ways to classify a Microsoft exclusive as in it's only available in the Microsoft Store, um, it, but it's available for both Xbox and PC. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a weird thing to, to wrap your head around now because um, you know it's no longer tied to that one company, one console, one company, one other console, you know? And we've talked at length about the benefits of Game Pass, of course. Sure. And play anywhere and all that. But uh, Microsoft is doubling down on PC support. So uh, the end of this generation and the realistically the entirety moving forward forever, uh, Microsoft will focus on the Xbox and the PC as its two flagship consoles or its two flagship platforms. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and remember, we... We are not expecting Halo Infinite to release this year because when it was unveiled last year, it was not given a date, whereas Gears 5, they did say 2019, and a lot of other things they said 2019. So that certainly has led us to believe, and I have no reason to think otherwise for now, that we're looking at 2020. We think Scarlet Launch. So I, I wonder how much we'll hear about Halo Infinite this year. You know, very little, or maybe just at E3, maybe they'll show off... I got to figure they'll show maybe multiplayer for the first time at E3 and then save single player for yeah. E3 2020 as the game is almost sense. done. Well, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, I think. There's a rumor going around that they're going to do or that they could potentially do a split release, releasing a portion of the game at the end of this year and a portion of the game at the end of next year, like either huh. like multiplayer first. Well, yeah, be really- the rumor I specifically read said campaign in 2019 and multiplayer in 2020. See, which, I thought like you, which I- seems backwards. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like finish off the Cortana story. 
That's interesting. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe it'll be like finish off a story in 2019. You get multiplayer and the rest of the campaign because in campa- 20. You would think campaign oh. takes longer. You know, it's such a yeah. It's such a, I guess, less flexible. Like multiplayer, you could you, it's you can iterate on it much more mm-hmm. easily as as every major game developer does with their multiplayer. And you'd think you'd want the player feedback and continue tweaking it. Like single player, I would think they need all the time they can get, mm-hmm. and then I and see. then you kind of have to you say what you're going to say. You can't really you can't really patch the single player mm-hmm. game in a meaningful. Right, like way. that's definitely the way I'd prefer. It's like if I can have more time with multiplayer, just get used to it, like really get deep into it, and then by the time, you know, the campaign comes out, then you have like a refresh with the multiplayer. And yeah. Big event around it. But you can't do the same, of course, yeah. with campaign. And just to reiterate, this is all a rumor. Yeah. Like, I, this, I don't is, believe it for, that, for what it's worth. That's I, I, I don't lie. believe it for well, one second. I mean, maybe um, I'll be wrong. I'm often wrong. Yeah, that we'll seems see. strange to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what the benefit would be to doing that. Yeah. Especially if you're releasing the short lip thing, it's like one and done, and mm-hmm. then hoping that everyone sticks around for the next part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, trying to play devil's advocate, I was thinking, like, how could they release the campaign before multiplayer? My thought process was, well, multiplayer is a lock. Like, Halo 5 had some of the best multiplayer of the series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, migrating large portions of that uh, would be easier uh, than, you know, creating a whole campaign. So maybe they started on the campaign first. I, I'm not sure. But then again, they said that it's going to be a new experience, like a, a more large open experience. Right. So maybe it's something completely different. I have no idea. Seeing the tease that they did, well, not tease, they just put out a Christmas card and they added snow to the setting mm-hmm. that they had yeah. revealed already. I actually really, really like that. And it made me wonder if they're going to do something with seasons. Like yeah, have that'd be cool. Ring. I, I thought the same really, thing, really like weather, dynamic weather. You know, it's, it's all cool. the rage Red, these days. Red Dead did a fantastic job about having those thunderstorms and different mm-hmm. different settings like steam coming out of the swamp oh. and having the sun rays come in. And if Red Dead can do that and Rockstar can manage that with their engine, I, I can't wait to see what they're able to do with the slip space engine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Uh, from Software. From. From. <laughs> yes. What the heck? From. I like these guys. <laughs> That's, that's an added good word. <laughs> from, Who? From where? <laughs> from. But from, where? From where? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, two new games on the way from From Software. Thanks for sticking with us. After Sekiro <laughs> Shadows Die Twice, uh, the studio president, uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, spoke with four gamer via Gamatsu and teased both games, saying that they are From Software-esque adding that the studio needs a little more time before it discusses any further details. So, uh, Miranda, the Dark Souls is, they've said that's that's on the shelf. That is done yeah. now, correct? Miyazaki doesn't want to do any more Dark Souls mm-hmm. so as of now. What why, might these video games be if they're, if they're uh, you know, both from software-esque? Because now I think, I think it's pretty accepted that a from software-esque game means Souls-like. Yeah, um... Bloodborne 2 is obviously a big thing people want. Um, I know Miyazaki was interested in this mech game. I forget what it's called. Me, uh, and it, metal, metal Core? They no, used to do Armored Core. Armored Core, yes. That's what I remember when we were in interview with Miyazaki at TPS Well, they did the Armored Core games. Right? Yeah, they yes. did one. So I could see them maybe like expanding more on those or like seeing... I actually did the uh, with that. the making of Dark Souls 2, and they, they take their their armored mech games very seriously they have a lot of artwork they're very proud of the work that they did on those products and i wouldn't be surprised if that would be something new that they brought back mech warrior just came back yeah i know tom's been doing a lot of coverage on that property it's not out till 
September, I think. It's not out for a while, but yeah, that's yeah. looking good. So maybe they're like, hey, there's a lot of interest in that. Wouldn't be crazy to think that they would bring back Common Core. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that could be. I, I think you're right. I think it's Bloodborne 2, obviously. Right? It's got to be one they're, of them, right? They're making a sequel to Bloodborne. It's it's one of the best-selling games on the, on the PS4. Uh, what if it's Armor Core but Souls-like? So, so you, you say that with a hint of jokiness, but I 100% believe like we are going to see the same sort of DNA we see in Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and now Sekiro um, in that whatever mech game they're making. You mm-hmm. know, so I, I, I do think it's going to be some sort of mech-based or futuristic sci-fi space. That would be Based cool. On their history. Big space battles that are yeah. difficult, that hold weight to when you fail. You have to go get your parts. Oh, man, that's really exciting, actually. Yeah, Yeah. I could see them delving into that just to kind of change pace a bit. Like, you see it with Sekiro. It's very different from what they've done before. Um, Game Informer actually has Sekiro as their cover story right now, and they just released some new information about how progression works. Um, Since there's no online components, you can pause, which is a big deal. Um, And then also with progression, it's a lot different. You have skill trees as opposed to just allotted points to um, stats. And it doesn't have, like, a souls currency, so, like, when you die, you don't lose the progress that you made from at least killing certain things. So, like, you keep your gold or whatever experience points you get, but there's t- some other consequence to death. Um, and there's also ways you can manipulate what death means, I guess, in mm-hmm. some sort of way. It was kind of cryptic on, like, what that meant. Um, so I'm really interested to see the approach that they take with this just to see how they kind of, it's weird to say, get away from, like, their soul's DNA yeah. um, to kind of mix it up and, like, play with new mechanics and design yeah. differently because they're, you know, taking Can I just add, too, that I am so happy for the success of From Software because (laughs) having, again, covered Xbox since the beginning, uh, at OXM we would – I mean, From Software put out actually a a handful of Xbox exclusives. They were were, uh, all in on the original Xbox, and their games were always really good. That and nobody bought them. Like mm-hmm. they were just those critical, darling, commercially not super successful. Um, Armored Core was was a good was always a good series, and then um, the big one, Otogi, was their yeah. their you know it was a ninja you know combat series that it was just. I mean, they did get a sequel. There was a second one, but it just never sort of got the widespread success. So I'm, I'm so glad that they hit on Dark Souls, and now that they seem to get the. The, the recognition as a as a really uh, globally influential and and talented studio. Uh, Sekiro is probably like the game I'm most excited for in March. Actually, yeah, uh, maybe the divisions. I'm I'm curious about the division, uh, which I believe is also around it the same March. time. Yeah. That that game's releasing, but uh, really, really excited about that because I haven't played a Souls game in, in well, I mean, I played three a bit, but I I haven't quite gotten into it like I did That's with so Dark Souls or Demon Souls back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm really excited about uh, this particular new entry, Sekiro, mm. and so hopefully wait. Bloodborne too. That that would be fun. I'm hearing. Sekiro at the table, and I'm hearing Sekiro at the table. I, I, Sekiro sounds like a mer- Sekiro. I'm gonna go with whatever Miranda says is correct. Probably. I what did she Japanese say? Japanese minor. Sekiro. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! I got it right. Sekiro. Because <laughs> it said K I, so it's key. Like oh, okay. Sekiro. Sekiro. We got it. I've we, learned something new, everybody. <laughs> we did it. We learned something yeah, in 2019. That's, that's what Miranda. I would say. How it's pronounced. <laughs> I could be wrong. Who knows? But you could be right. I could be right. <laughs> Billy Joel, the great Believe Billy Joel. Me. I could be wrong. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, of two ain't bad. <laughs> uh, Hitman. 
Hitman 2 just came out in the fall. I had reviewed it. It was good. Yes. Very good, in fact. Uh, and now we get more Hitman. The Hitman HD collection is out next week. I bring this up because the older Hitmans, a lot of them are, are very beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got Hitman Blood Money and Hitman Absolution are getting upgraded and releasing January 11th. So IO Interactive announced the collection, and it's going to be uh, just a digital release for PS4 and Xbox One. 4K visuals, 60 frames a second, uh, increased texture resolution, upgraded texture formats, super sampling, upscaling, heightened shadow mapping, mirror resolutions, improved lighting, updated controls. And, and, and oh, that's a big one. More fluid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just a nice cleanup and a, and a re-release here, which uh, which is good to see. I mean, it's I'm I'm guessing what's going on here is... With IO having reacquired the yeah. the rights to it when they separated from Square, you know they they partnered up with Warner Brothers to distribute and publish Hitman Two, but IO themselves owns the IP, which we love to see. And now they're probably thinking, well, you know, let's why don't we pull out some of the the Hitman games that people love and clean them up and and it's you know it's some it's. I, I say this with no malice at all, but it's just some kind of nice low hanging fruit for them. It's, you the know, ca- they, it's the Capcom playbook, man. You uh, you remaster and repromote things people love, and that yeah. funds development on things like Monster Hunter World. You know, right? Yeah, very true. So I hope this is a hit, man. Bam! Uh, if you're keeping tally, there's one <laughs> one groaning groan inducing <laughs> comment from Destin in 2019. Uh, it would be really interesting if they did something with the Hitman series similar to what they're doing <laughs> with Resident Evil. Right past it. What they're doing oh, with Resident beautiful. Evil Two right now, like Resident Evil Two is getting this massive update. Totally redone well, from the a ground. A total up. remake. Yeah, yeah. It's, ground it's, up it's a with, new game yeah. with new stuff that happens as you progress through it. Uh, that would be really cool to see with the Hitman franchise. Who knows what I was going to do in the future, though? Yeah, I, I've got to figure that this. To your point, Brandon, that this is probably going to help. Hitman Two and these will help fund yeah. a full-on Hitman Three, which I, I imagine we'd see like you know end of next year maybe launching on the new consoles correct me if i'm wrong now io is independent right they are yeah so yeah. i mean there's definitely i'm not going to say a need for money but like being able to reliably bank on you know revenue coming in is absolutely for indie developers yes uh and then just a couple of housekeeping notes speaking of resident evil 2 a one-shot demo out this week january 11th and it'll be up through january 31st which i think is when the game is out uh, it will be similar to the demos that have been shown at places like E3, which I got to play the E3 demo, and that's that's where I I jumped on to hashtag Team RE2 Is that remake. Where you had to take the flashlight and go to the demo or something? What was that? No, that wasn't E3. E3 you had to go through like a maze, but I just skipped it because I'm I'm like okay, I don't want to do all that. I just yeah. need to get. Oh the, yeah, there was, oh, there was a flashlight right involved there. I thought you were talking about in the game. You're no, talking no, no. about at the booth. Yeah, yeah. the booth. The it, was, it was yes. that big haunted Sorry, house, yeah. right? I, I show oh, up with no. all my production gear, and they're like, "Oh, you have to go through a haunted house." I'm like, "Can I please just go to the station?" <laughs> What's so funny is I can yeah. see this in my mind yeah. as clear as day. Destin, just like, look, I appreciate the song and dance and everything, and God, you're so good at what you're doing right now. But just like, show me the console. Yeah, yeah, like this heavy backpack, all this gear, and like I have to get this set up before chloe and uh was it you miranda were you oh, Lucy, no maybe? way no oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely not 
Oh, yeah. Chloe and Lucy show up. So like I'm frantically trying to get that right. It was it was a recreate it was a recreation of RCPD, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. It was really well. It was really cool. Yeah. The year before yeah. it was that haunted house for Resident Evil Seven. Capcom always does interesting things with their Resident Evil booths. Yeah. So uh, the demo you'll play as Leon Kennedy uh, exploring the RCPD. It's a 30 minute demo. Players will be able to continue if they die. However, once the time is up, so is the demo. So you've just got 30 minutes to play, and then that's it. It just lights itself on fire and explodes. I hope a zombie, like, does the jump scare thing that YouTube videos used to do back in the day. (laughs) Like, bah! Time's up! (laughs) I actually really like demos like this. Um... I know it's it's nice to have like a chunk section down. You can have as much time with it as you want. But what I liked about the time demos is it really pressures you to play in a different way than maybe you would originally, just because mm-hmm. like you want to see as much as you can, right? Yeah. And so by the time you get your hands on the full game, if like if progress doesn't save, then at least you have time to play differently from yes. what you did originally. No collectibles for you, Miranda. No. Uh, you I'm probably won't play this. this. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrified. Which is funny That's because really pretty, if I can think of one series that you're not supposed to run through, it's probably Resident <laughs> Evil. No, guys, the challenge here That's is point. to yeah. run. <laughs> uh, and then also a new Devil May Cry 5 demo coming out on February 7th. You can't get the current one that had popped up uh, last month. But uh, yeah, so there's look for another DMC5 demo. And then just quickly, Dead or Alive 6 has been pushed back. Uh, maybe a bit of a... a a proactive move of self-preservation. Remember how we talked before the break about f- February 15th well, what? is the new February 22nd. Yeah, exactly. Everybody moved from the 22nd right to the 15th. Uh, Dead or Alive 6 was on that date. They have just moved back. They they mentioned for polish, which, hey, I'm sure they'll be polishing, but I'm sure it's also due in part to the fact that they don't want to be alongside 17 other games that yeah. day. Which isn't what? fair, because Anthem technically has both days. Anthem yes. launches on the 22nd, but with EA Access, you can yeah. get it, or Premiere. You really get it the 15th. Like two weeks from now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> get the demo. So well, the or, demo comes out, yeah, 20th. Yeah, coming up. Dead or Alive 6, March 1st is the new date. So if you are looking forward to that, you got to wait a couple more weeks. And that is uh, the news to start the year. <clears throat> Wanted to, to uh, open up the loot box. There we go. We opened it for you audio listeners. Ooh. Video, you saw nothing. Sound effects. You like that, <laughs> yeah. right? We don't, who needs a... The production value this year is just <laughs> sky We're high. We're stepping it up a notch. <laughs> so I thought the, it would be fun to start the loot box in 2019 with... Uh, I was inspired by a video that, that you helped produce and put together, Aww. Brandon. I believe it was 31... you? Yes. Aww. 31, I believe it was. Big games uh, yeah. coming to Xbox One in 2019. These are games that were either have release dates or are targeted yeah, for 2019. So yeah. Halo Infinite, not in the video, right. stuff like that. Yep. But... Um, in fact, we're gonna. If you're watching on video, we're just gonna roll that right now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about those games. And if you're listening on audio, then it will be like this never happened. The video never happened. and We'll just talk about. We'll edit it in post for. production. Value. It's all fine. So, all right, let's let's roll the tape. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> you're on audio. We never left. So terrible. So, uh, all right. I thought we'd just play, do our usual round robin thing. Go around the table. Uh, Brandon, hey, give me a game on Xbox that you are. Maybe we'll do two or three of them each here. We're we're yeah, we we got some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of missed the boat with this when it came out, but last year I had uh, the great pleasure to actually play and beat in two sittings. Uh, Ori, Ori in the Blind Forest. So, so um, you know, going to E3, uh, I did that either just before or just after E3. But I saw Ori too. 
completely blown away by it. Like everything that I remember Ori being, it was in there. And then you had all these new abilities and stuff like being able to burrow through the ground and whatnot. Um, I didn't realize I was so, I was ready for more of it until I played uh, the demo of Ori 2. And I am certainly ready for yes, more. Yes, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Will of the Wisps. Once you get the dance of the Ori games, especially mm-hmm. Ori 2, yeah. because there's the new speedrunning mode, it is really, really addictive. It's fun to like just go through that loop of refining all of your movement until you get it just perfect to beat all your friends in that leader, <laughs> on that leaderboard. <laughs> to, to crush your social circle. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if there'll be a, a, a water tower equivalent yes, in Ori 2. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, there has to be. Or I want to hate myself until I get through it, and then I feel amazing. Well, what caught me off guard is ostensibly Ori is this beautiful uh, contemplative sort of platforming game where it's 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 emotional and there's a journey to it uh but the gameplay is so tight that Mm -hmm. it's both difficult varied and not uh not oppressive right it doesn't get boring it never gets hard it never gets uh like oppressively hard where you're just like i just want to stop you know it's a reasonable challenge yeah it it is exciting challenge even and there are points there are points where they add interesting things like you have to use enemies to get to the next area right like like dashing through enemies is so smart because enemies are you know on the outset are like, well, I have to avoid them. But, you know, Ori did it in such a way where you actually have to use them to get through. So kind of similar to Dead Cells, a game I really enjoy. It kind of forces you to, like, use the danger around you in order to progress. You are the danger. There. That's my Ori bit and Dead Cells bit. Miranda Sanchez, 2019. What's on your what's on your wish list? Ooblets. Yes. Oh, yeah. I want Ooblets. Ooh. I'm so excited. I mean, I've just been following development of this for a while. And, like, the team looks like they're just having a lot of fun designing this and sharing their progress. Um, I've been trying to keep my, I guess, vision of everything they're doing into a minimum because I do want to be surprised a bit. Um, but I just really love Town Sims. I love Pokemon. I love, like, this kind of game. It's super cute. I just want to live there. It's going to be great, I think. I mean, every time I've played it, it's been just a lot of fun and just a joy to see how it's progressed. Um, so this year, I think, is the year we're actually getting it. And I'm Excellent. excited to play. I'm so glad it's happening on Xbox because I just want to bundle up, just play my game. Yeah, it's being published by Double Fine, right? Right down the street. Yes. I believe it's, they're I, not I developing so. it, but yeah. it's the, I, I believe they are publishing it. So Tim Schafer and crew. Yeah, so I'm very excited for that. Um, also, Kingdom Hearts 3. That's this month, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's believe coming it. right up. Um, I'm going to kind of have to wait on that, though, because... When I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2, I was playing in school, and I kept having to stop, and I had to restart again, and I got halfway through, and they said, you know what? I don't have time for this. I'll play it when, it, when we get the Kingdom Hearts 3 announcement, and then we finally got it. I haven't had time to play it, so I have to <laughs> wait until I finish 2 to play 3, so I'm just going to kind of keep my head to the ground. And that's, that's some willpower right there. <laughs> yeah, it's been tough. I mean, I wanted to play it over the break, but I actually ended up having to play a game for review, so. Yeah. <sighs> well, for me, I mean, the first thing... You know, word association, Xbox team you're most excited for in 2019, and the first thing that popped into my head was Gears 5. Um, I I was so, and I'll go back, like, I admit, I, admit, I was on the show, I was skeptical of Gears 4 at the beginning, because mm-hmm. that, that first, like, super dark uh, initial reveal that they did with the just the monster, the one new monster at the end, mm-hmm. like, I... I didn't, and it showed off like there were no characters effectively, and I, I was like, oh, that I don't know about this. This wasn't a great reveal, and then the game completely won me over. I love Gears 4. I thought the Coalition did an absolutely incredible job of, mm-hmm. of picking up the mantle and, and just blending a, a very well-developed, likable new generation of Gears while 
still incorporating the grizzled old guys from from uh, the original Gears trilogy and and uh, Gears Five at E3. I thought was yeah. a tremendous reveal. I mean, they showed Good. they showed a lot. They it, it all looked amazing, not only visually, but uh, there was sort of a, a gameplay segment that they showed that looked great, and then a a very story focused side of it where you know with with kate and uh gears 5 just looks incredible and that's you know it's it's all but confirmed for a fall release that mm-hmm. they haven't said but it's that's what it is so i think whether it's september october november whichever month it's going to be i boy i can't wait for that game it yeah. looks fan, fan just fantastic i'm right there with you and i think this year i'm just so excited for games where last year is like well there's some really cool things coming out that i'm interested in but this year i'm like just so stoked for every every release we have like especially for gears five like i'm right there with you just, yes oh, love it destin yeah so i'm not gonna say the expected thing i'm actually gonna talk a little <laughs> bit about one of the other games on my list and i added sekiro to did i say it right nope sekiro. sekiro i added sekiro <laughs> to my list during the recording of this episode but i want to talk about devil may cry five yeah hmm. i actually did the guide for dmc back in the day which oh, really? had, had its own set of uh issues but Man, they do an excellent, fantastic job at the combat gameplay loop in those games. And all the games on my list have a gameplay hook. And that gets me really, really excited. Like uh, Sekiro is going to have that constant loop of survival. DMC5 is just going to have an excellent combat challenge for all players. And you can go through it casually, but you can play at that higher level and figure out the combo system to rank yeah. really highly with every mission. Mm. And the further you dive into that, it's it's just fantastic. They do an amazing job with the Devil May Cry series. Yeah, for me, it seems like... Now, I haven't, I haven't played... I didn't actually get a chance to play the DMC5 demo, and I haven't... I didn't play it at E3 or anything, so... But it seems like for old-school Ninja Gaiden super fans like me that DMC five is probably the closest thing to that mm-hmm. to, to Ninja Gaiden that yeah. that Xbox One has, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. Yeah, uh, pretty much, man. The fluidity, the the skill set that you need to be able to pull off that high level stuff and get through an entire chapter mm-hmm. with with your abilities at the different difficulty levels and such. Too, it's it's excellent. It's absolutely excellent. Uh, Mortal Kombat eleven is also on here for me. Now, I don't play Mortal Kombat at a high level. I have an Injustice character, Batman, who I can play pretty well. So I feel pretty confident about that franchise. I never got a character down in the Mortal Kombat franchise. So I actually play at a fairly casual level. I love the campaigns. I love what NetherRealm and the studio does with those because they're sort of goofy. They're allowed to have fun with it. Usually open with a Johnny Cage quip, hopefully. But uh, they seem (laughs) like they're going darker and dealing with time travel this time in, in the campaign. And I, I can't wait to to check that out. Yeah, also, just I, talking about combat and gameplay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny. I I've, I'm completely off of fighting games now. Beca- mm-hmm. I think because it's it's just like it's such a high level of yeah. of skill and gameplay that I I just I don't even try anymore. Yeah. But back in the day, like I was, I mean, you know, I'm I'm uh, of the age where I think I was. 12, 13, 14 when mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2 and, and Mortal Kombat were were huge. And I was a Kung Lao guy. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, he, he wasn't introduced to Mortal Kombat 2, mm-hmm. but he, he was my guy in yeah. MK2. The hat. Yes, the hat. <laughs> Slice people in half with it. Yeah. He has uh, the best fatalities, I think. He, yeah. he was I always mean, my favorite. Yeah. They're all pretty similar. Pretty. Oh. <laughs> no, he know, throws his know, hat down and drinks. You know what's going to happen with that hat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I guess my other one. 
I'll just mention two real quick, but uh, which one I, I, I don't mean this in a mean way, but I, I kind of already forgot about in the sense that like that it is coming out this soon is control quantum theory yeah. uh, from uh, oh. from um, remedy. Oh, Remedy. That's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> the the follow up to Quantum Break. Quantum Break. From quantum. Remedy. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, wait. Uh, this is the game that takes place after Quantum Break? Yeah, I mean, or they're it's not really. The next development the, project. Yeah. Remedy. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know. Alan Wake, Max Payne, Alan Wake, Quantum Break quantum developer, break. Remedy yeah. Entertainment, Sam Lake, you know, long. Yeah, yeah. Can you set up the premise? Because I actually don't remember it. Yeah. So, Mind power. Yeah. It's, okay. it, it definitely is follows in the. It's a third person action game, as all of their games have been. Uh, and it's, it's, you, you play the in you're in the bureau of control which is like a thing that investigates some sort of like paranormal type supernatural activity yeah. and and the building like the architecture is a brutalist architecture and the inside the building is all weird mm. uh and yeah all sorts of crazy stuff happens and even like the character her gun is super cool it's like pieced together in this neat way and with it just looks powers. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, with there's like you know telekinesis yeah, kind of like things. A, a lot it's, of manipulation of the space. Yes. And I think that's what looks really intriguing, and like the design of it is really interesting as well. And just the colors, and like. Yeah. And for me, as a as a you know, I, I love story, good stories in games, and uh, Remedy has always has always had intriguing stories. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, from Max Payne One was a great story, and the way they sort of integrated comic book type stuff and. Mm-hmm panels into it and then max Payne 2 with the fall of max Payne had a great story and then moving to you know i i love alan wake's story and alana's not here to <laughs> to disagree with me and and quantum break yes a, a a bit of a flawed game and you know i've talked about the the ending made me insane but um <laughs> it was fun though the boss battle not the yeah. ending proper but the, the final boss made me insane but the, i just i loved what they did with the storytelling with integrating the the live action tv episode yeah. stuff so you know i'm pretty confident that control will have an an interesting story and interesting characters and i already know the gameplay is probably going to be rock solid given that it's remedy so yeah, yeah that one that one's definitely on my list. And then uh, one that actually didn't make it into your video that probably should have, although technically it doesn't have a release date. Yeah, your video was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Doom Eternal. No. Doom Eternal. Doom 2. Okay. <laughs> so this became a much larger thing. Um, it's fine. Forget it's such it. A, <laughs> such a dumb logistics. Start. <laughs> I, I, the, the store portals say it'll come out by December 31st, 2019, yeah. which is uh, basically uh, a placeholder for like, we think it's coming in 2019. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, anyway, a, we retroactively added into a couple lists. So continue, Ryan. Very, very well. <laughs> no, yeah, Doom 2016. Actually, I fired up Doom 2016 on my PC at home again the other night. Just mm. I, was like, I just kind of had an itch to play it again. Uh, it just feels so good to play that video game. Um, it Doom managed to bring Doom back in a way that felt true to the original while yeah. still feeling very modern. And Doom Eternal sort of clearly follows doom 2 as a as a framework where it's hell on earth uh there's some of the doom 2 monsters coming in that weren't in doom 2016 and uh there's yeah they're just the the gameplay reveal that they had at quakecon had me super happy so can't wait to see that game you got that hookshot grapple chain attached to your super shotgun yeah i I actually i expect that's going to be bethesda's big fall release this year because you know there's no fallout there's no elder scrolls no evil with no starfield yet yeah uh yeah prop so yeah we might get 
I I might be a very happy gamer come the fall between uh, just between Doom Eternal and uh, and Gears Five. Yeah. <laughs> just those two. Um, so the game a lot of us have on our lists. Obviously, we are deep diving into all month long, which is Anthem. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's not much more we can say about it. Like, go check out the gameplay right now. But uh, having played it for Des and I, both played it for two straight days. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys have played it effectively more than anyone outside On the of Bioware. Planet. <laughs> uh, yeah, we played about 20 hours. It wasn't linear. Like, we didn't. We didn't. They didn't say like, "Hey, okay, go ahead and start the game and play until you know." Your two days are up. They loaded up uh, scenarios for us to play. The build was still very much a whip. Um, it was That's all a work in progress. Work, work in progress. Uh, <clears throat> now you know. Um, there were a lot of bugs. It crashed quite often, but it was a a, a very you know early alpha build. Right, it's a development. They're still build. tweaking and, and moving stuff around. I but see the comments a lot. There's no way this is alpha. It's alpha. <laughs> it's alpha. <laughs> yeah, it's alpha. It's amazing, like how much just talking to them. It's amazing how much they were, uh, how many things they they classified as. Yeah, but you know that that's probably going to change in the next week or two. And I was like, oh, this game comes out in February. Yeah, that's one of the coolest things about IGN first is you get to sit down and see like exactly what's changing. Like, oh no, someone's working on that right now. Yeah, like, that's already changed or this is already gone. For example, the build that we were playing, the interceptor's melee damage was insane. Yeah, to the point where Duggan was who was playing the interceptor. Uh, was just killing everything. And he's like, I think this is really overpowered. Is this the best javelin? And they're like, oh, yeah, we already tuned it down. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The build that we have that we're all developing on right now, that's already fixed. So. That's game development, man. It's yeah. a funny yeah. thing. You know, I don't even uh, I don't even understand half of it. But yeah. just the half I, I get to see, it's like, you know, there'll be there'll be like a stable build that yeah. they'll show the likes of us. But then there's the the super broken build that's, yeah. that they're like implementing new features into and, and multiple re- branches of yeah, builds. that's and really what thing. it is they develop in tandem so like uh the second day we went in they're like all right we uploaded a new build and like which build is it uh well we uploaded three yesterday which one is it just <laughs> blows my Jeez. mind like how many different groups are working on different types of builds yeah. and then they merge it all into one and like put it in a press and then it's good to go Three things stood out to me during our time with Anthem, and it is one of the games that I'm also excited for. The first is the movement feels excellent. I really like flying around. It just sort of felt natural after one day, and I I didn't think I would ever play a game where flying just worked. Do you remember that old – not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Do you remember that old Iron Man game? Uh, he was PS2. No one. Does. I don't think I played it because okay. they were all. Did bad. it feel good? <laughs> anyway, well, right. <Ryan, laughs> yeah. Ryan no, I just got to the end. I don't, I don't even remember yeah. honestly. Uh, no. So yeah, Superman, Iron Man, like all these yeah. games that they've done in the past. I don't think anyone's ever done flying well. Mm-hmm. This feels incredible. Yeah. You know. You know what game did flying well? The GTA mod that added Iron Man. <laughs> and, and and it's it's interesting that. Uh, this anthem build just just nails it like it feels excellent it just it feels right and the the combat's feeling like it's in a pretty good place the stuff that they need to refine is mostly like dev stuff it's nothing that worried me yeah, yeah. you yeah. when you guys saw it in december mm-hmm. so a full 2 months before it's out and there's you know change happens mm-hmm. at a fast and frantic Weekly pace basis, those, yeah, yeah. If not daily, daily basis yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. So good stuff. A lot to look forward to in 2019. And there's there's more because there'll be 2019 games that that have come out this year that aren't even announced. That's yet. the yeah. really exciting thing. It's like there's so much that could happen this year still. Like a yeah. lot of things that are like rumored to happen this year that I hope do because. What's yeah. crazy when I put that list up the the uh, 31 Xbox games, I specifically put a caveat that said. We know Tunic is probably coming in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yes. Infinite might come in 2019. We might get something about Gears Tactics, which is PC only, but that could be 2019. 
Uh, and so expect that list to look dra- like radically different after E3. Yeah, and, I and, cannot and wait to a see chunk it. of them will get delayed yes. as happens. You as know, it's, is tradition. Yeah, it happens. So. But Crackdown Three is coming this year for sure. <laughs> I so. can't wait. I mean, that game it, here. It's uh, January eighth as we record this. That game should basically, for all intents and purposes, be about done because yeah. it has to go into submission and get boxed up. And no, no matter what, I'm playing through that so, campaign. Oh yeah, me too. I for, I I am just so. Have you ever played that? I'm not. <laughs> honestly, I think the multiplayer is going to be just fine. And I know you're joking. I know. <laughs> Thanks. But I was just waiting for you to smile. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I, I'm not really into multiplayer for it. Yeah. He's That's been fair. there and done that. Yeah. I, 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 I played it already. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know yeah. if we all have our backlogs. Yeah. I really want it to to turn out well. Yeah. And it's just yeah. it's such a curiosity at this point. Yeah. If, uh, well, so we'll see. It really, it's going to be a playground of destruction. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tagline for mercenaries, wasn't it? Yes. Mer- well, I don't think it was a tagline. You're going to get sued. My I don't think that was a tagline. I think that was the subtitle, wasn't it? Oh, no, you're right. Mercenaries yeah. playground oh, of destruction. No, you're 100% right. And then it was Mercenaries 2. Return to the playground. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, I just want a sandbox where I can make disasters happen. And, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you will you will get that. All right. Uh, if you want to send us a loot box question, just like kind of an AMA type, ask us whatever that would make for a good segment. You can email us anytime unlocked at IGN.com. You can also email that address with your unlock block trivia question because it's a new year. We, the, the board has been reset. The scoreboard reads zero for everybody. That's right. Brandon and Miranda. We'll play all Watch year out. long. <laughs> And then at the end of the year, a trophy will be awarded. Uh, Brandon Tyrell, the defending Unlock Block trivia yeah. champion, and Alana. right now. <laughs> what do you mean? No, she a- didn't. Win. A lot of beat me though. Everybody okay, beat me. Well, I did terrible. Me too. There was only one <laughs> yeah. trophy, and Brandon Tyrell has it. It's true. So uh, yeah, if you are interested in creating this year's trophy, if you have the skills and the time and the interest, uh, the, the parameters have become we've sort of organically developed the, the rules for this we make the trophies for this out of old xbox controllers or yes. peripherals so the first year was the dookie then we had the 360 <laughs> oh man i would love a uh, and then we had uh, uh well we i think we called natalie yeah what we decided to call it the, oh this tro- this the year's project trophy. the connect because it was nadal right N- natal, natal. Project natal. Natal. Yeah. Right. Nat- natalie is what we named the, yeah. the trophy and i still need to I post milo's the- okay by I- the way <laughs> <laughs> no one's seen milo oh, in like milo. eight years <laughs> It's on the side of a milk carton. That, that, dude's, that dude's old enough to drink now. True story. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I we keep, Milo, call me. Let's have a beer. <laughs> I keep meaning to post a picture of the Natalie, but I, I, I really I don't want to do it until I find a picture of Destin that I can glue inside of it. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. hey, you know what? I'll, I'll help you there. I'll help you finish this out. Great. We'll do it. So we could do, you, could do, you could do the old, like, the 360, the vision camera, like, mounted on something. You could do any old, like, dead Xbox peripheral. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's totally fine? So I mean, the uh, connected, the HD DVD drive. If you've oh, got a bust of one of those, oh. that could make a good trophy. <laughs> I totally forgot about right? that thing. So there's, back, back when they doubled down on HD, there's no shortage of cool old peripherals that we could you could make into a trivia challenge trophy for that, 2019. That one could be functional. You can have a little message inside. So the, it's not right. fun anyway. fact: the they stopped making HD DVD. <laughs> the, the HD DVD drive that yeah. OXM was sent back mm-hmm. when it came out, and we reviewed it, and we had it in the magazine. Like it. 
and I'm not saying they're all like this, but ours broke after like two months. Yeah, oh, so really? it was just a, it was just this. I wish I still had it because we wonder, could do something. I wonder with if it. they're in a rush to complete to compete with Blu-ray. I don't, that was a whole weird. That's like a whole separate show. We should there, save that for yeah. a different. There's episode. a small book somewhere that there's an self-published. Oh, that format telling, war. Of, telling the story of the format yeah. war. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I remember that. Um, uh, anyway, but, yeah. I was there for the format wars. <laughs> start start thinking about everyone about that. knew Blu-ray was going to win from the beginning. Yeah. It was obvious. And I mean, the the nail in the coffin was when the porn industry decided that the platform they were going to use was Blu-ray. And that sort of like, that, that sort of like sealed the deal. I actually hardly remember. No pun intended. I don't know. If I, even I bought one because they gave you a deal where like you get five free movies. Like, yeah. and I was like, oh. all right, it was the red red cases? Blu-ray was right, blue. Right. Or, yeah, HD DVD went went red. My, so. you never had red that. pill, blue pill. Yeah. My roommate at the time <laughs> was a media collector, and he bet on HD DVD. Oh no! And had oh, I mean, his no. office was just bookshelves of DVDs, and then when the format wars changed over, or the format changed over, he bet on HD DVD oh, no. and had three bookshelves of HD oh, DVDs. No. That's like all of them. That's like yeah. literally every yeah. HD DVD. It was, it was so many. Uh, and then, so many movies. It was so heartbreaking to in, watch. Oh, in man. hindsight, like which one had more space? Blu-ray. So like they win. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. But yeah. Uh, looking, some studios backed one. Some backed the other. Uh, looking forward in a year to checking out that new uh, trophy. Oh, all right. We'll see. The, the Gauntlet has been. Oh, down, checking so. it out. I don't think I'm going to win it, but like I'll I'll look at it. <laughs> Send you your at it, Xbox. Like, food, food for thought. Maybe a water feature this year. Uh, <laughs> uh, send your Xbox trivia questions to unlocked at ign.com. I need four multiple choice answers in that question, and note the correct one in your uh, note the correct answer in your email. And we're kicking it off with a gentleman. Oh, actually, I don't know if it's a gentleman. A person who goes by the name of Nader Dom. As in uh, Dominator, but, you know, we flipped the order there. So Nader Dom asks, a game called Adios Amigos, launched in September of 2018, so just a few months ago, has an achievement worth exactly 88 gamer score. But there is only one other game that has an achievement that's worth the same total. Which game is it? Is it Battlefield 1 for getting 88 kills with the 88-millimeter anti-aircraft gun? Is it Lego Pirates of the Caribbean for 360 for reaching 888,888,888 studs collected in the game? Is it Microsoft Bingo for Windows 10 for winning a round where 88, a.k.a. two fat ladies, uh, are called out? Or is it D, Wolfenstein the New Colossus on Xbox One for eliminating Hitler uh, because 88 has a weird connotation to that? Yeah. Uh, so this what is do you guys a, think? This is a really good question. I thought this, this was a good one. So I, I don't know this one. I didn't know this one, so I, mean, I, I think lost. I have a hunch. All right. Generally, the way I do this is just eliminate ones that seem far-fetched. Mm-hmm. All of these seem – I mean, the Wolfenstein New Colossus one, it seems like something those guys would do. Uh, the 88 kills of the 88 seems really on par two. But I think I'm going to go – just because it seems so specific, I'm going to go with C, Microsoft Bingo, for winning a round where 88 – Quote, two fat ladies called out. Okay. Miranda, we have to crush him. <laughs> I'm just His head oh. is too big. I He's too excited. very normal size. <laughs> I'm just going to do my best. I'm really bad at trivia. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with B because okay. Lego games have some weird shit. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. I was so going to say bingo that. also, Brandon. Ooh. Oh, no. Are you but gonna, my second what? guess would have been 
pirates, but I'm going bingo. So you're going bingo. It's all okay. voted. Not over till the <laughs> two <laughs> so, he sings. Interestingly, it, the bingo one, by your logic, that would have been the one I would have thrown out. Like, really? Okay. Microsoft bingo, no way. That's just mm-hmm. weird. Um, but it's the correct answer. It is not. Oh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean All right. is the it. correct answer. Work, well done. If Miranda wins, I'll be happy. <gasps> this is not. This now is, it's just about taking this you is just down mob peg. mentality at this point. <laughs> I'm just looking out for myself. Just and, kidding. Uh, I'm just that, trying my best. That brings us to the end of Unlock Block Trivia for 2019. Congratulations, Yay! Miranda. Woo! For the year, no, yeah, you've got got about 49 more shows to go, so it's it's starting well. That's starting well, well. you know. I'm I'm starting strong, (laughs) yeah. You're off to a good start. Want to thank anybody? Uh, Yes, I'd like to thank uh, all my friends for believing in me. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously. (laughs) You know what she's doing now? She's she's a pool shark, she's just she's just oh, you're a ringer, yeah, like you threw last year, and you're like, this is the one where they remember when I never see it last year. He's just going to crush so you guys. When year. you kind of threw last year, you started every show saying, I hope I don't win this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep Alana ahead of me. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. First show in the books here for 2019. Uh, I want to thank Miranda, Brandon, and Destin. I'm oh, Ryan. You can you. follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Please check out IGN Unfiltered. It's. I think you'll find it interesting if you want to hear interesting stories behind the scenes about game makers and the games they make. Destin? Yeah, you can check me out with my little afterwork project over at twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. If you like me on Unlocked or don't, come over anyway. <laughs> come talk crap hate and watch? I'll ban you. Just come hate yeah, watch Yeah, come you? hate watch. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, often I'll actually stream from there and do restream to the Unlocked channel when I play Xbox-specific games. I do play a lot of Destiny because that's all people seem to want to let me play. But I would love to uh, well, branch out and so. try try some, some other stuff too. We should do that this year. I know every year we say we're going to do some Let's Plays and stuff, and we never do. Let's play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> want to do that episode? I've heard it's changed pretty dramatically. It, yeah. it, it is about time for us to Let's check go. it out again. It has. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be probably very likely re-review right. it. This. You know when did it come out? March. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, worst. one year later. See, um, maybe yeah. I will put time on the calendar for all of us to just yeah. like. Be pirates? Like two or three hours where we just block it out. I mean, last year we promised them a show from inside. We did. Thieves. And that didn't didn't work out super well. But Who knows what could happen in 2019? Well, it's so full of possibilities. Uh, Are you done? Yeah. Cool. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell. It's just my name. I didn't want to cut you off again. Um, It's just my name on Twitter. Um, Go please check out IGN first if you – I'm not sure which – we're at that one. Uh, Please check out IGN first. It's Anthem all month long. Destin and I and James Duggan, who's not with us right now. um, He's alive, though. He's he's okay. I made it. He is totally fine. fine. Why are you doing this? dead, but he's not. Um, He made it back from Edmonton. We all all took some really god-awful flights and put a lot of time into this. So so check it out. If you're at all interested in Anthem, we're going to be showing off a lot of cool stuff. Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. Miranda, take us home. Well, you can find me at Havoc Rose on Twitter, Instagram, and kind of everywhere else. Um, I'm working on a review for a game that I don't know if I can say yet because I think Better there not, was an embargo on something. So. No. Looks fun, though. Yeah, so I hope it's it's good. Resident we'll Evil 2. See my thoughts soon. Um, and I'm also working on that below thing that's like super side project creative thing. And I'll, I love that. I'll probably tweet about that and put it on Instagram whenever I have that done. I hope it's fun and I hope you enjoy it if you... You read it. You might be the um, world's first below fanfic. It's, no, I doubt it. I think. As soon I'm sure as you brought it up, up I started thinking about what I would write. Like, 
My boat crashed on a <laughs> desert island. It was raining. Aww. It streaked across. It's my noir. Face. <laughs> yeah, it's below it's, noir. It's gotta be. It's gotta I lit be. a fire. So, like and, for the first one, I'm starting with. Um, I had like a guy who looked like he had a beard. So I wrote from perspective of an old man kind of going on an adventure because he hated where he lived and he heard this tale about, as a kid um, from this drunk old sailor about this island in the middle of the sea that has some treasure and that no one ever comes back from it so he's like one day i'm gonna go there and then he does because he's old and he doesn't want to die in the city that he's and i volunteered anyway. to, to do the audiobook reading of this when oh, it's done absolutely we'll just go in the vo booth yes we'll, <laughs> we'll make it happen have you published anything yet again. can i read it um i haven't published anything yet it's still in the writing process and let an artist the game create but holy crap you you're excited already this is the one time where it's not cliche to, to start your story with it was a dark and stormy night <laughs> it actually starts with a song but Ooh. anyway i'm excited for this. Um, Love it. and other news i also wanted to read a tweet from cliff blazinski really quickly before we round out all right this is probably one of my favorite things of 2019 so far R- related to gears actually um <laughs> he tweeted Soldier 76 is apparently gay, and I got outvoted when I wanted to have Marcus and Dom have a steamy love scene. Damn it. That's just what I want to let you guys know is going wow. on Twitter. So uh, you can follow me there for some good retweets. It's very good. He was also saying it was a joke, but it was just funny way to start 2019. That is funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Get inspired while learning all about the unique planes of existence. Get the in-depth knowledge you need to help your combat encounters feel impactful or learn about the origins and pantheons of every race and class the game offers. No stone is left unturned as every edition of the game is explored and explained in a way that benefits players of all different levels of experience. You can expand your TTRPG horizons in a way that's as entertaining as it is educational just by listening. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app or YouTube and search for The Dungeon Cast.